Hey, it's Lynn Brown, and welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was trapped by the opinions of others. It was more like being in prison, honestly. But five years ago, I started over. I mean, what I mean is I began to grow. Up until then, I had no idea I needed to grow daily. I mean, who knew that (laughs) growth didn't happen by accident? I mean, I finished school and went to college and have a master's degree, but I didn't know I needed to grow daily. But now I am committed to spend the rest of my life, the rest of my time on this big blue rock is going to be it's going to be spent equipping, empowering, and accelerating growth in the lives of gritty women. So I just got to tell you all this. The, the doorbell rang the other day, and now I live in the middle of the woods, so nobody rings my doorbell. And I received a package that I didn't even order. It did not come from Amazon Prime. And no, it wasn't flowers either. It was more like a smack in the face. You know, a sucker punch. (laughs) It was an unexpected delivery. Let's just say that. But the delivery guy smiled and he said, sign here, please. So I signed the documents and then I said, you know, it's all good because I trust my maker. He looked at me a little oddly, and he walked away. But I closed the door and calmly walked to my war room. Now, it's no accident that I was just coming out of a study on as a man thinketh or as a woman thinketh. (laughs) One of the most amazing studies so far for me in this growth journey. And there was this chapter on serenity. And, I mean, it really... It really scrambled my eggs. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm going to share this with you because there was a time in my life when this would not have been the case. But it was so funny. This all happened so fast that I didn't have time to call 12 of my closest friends and family. I mean, I didn't have time to read a book or hire a coach or listen to the, uh, the TED Talk on what do you do when life smacks you right in the face. And now I just want to clear this up before you start thinking that you know, I think I have it all together. Just yesterday, I reacted from my emotions. That really means um, I behaved like a two-year-old in a situation. So so I am not perfect. I'm just in process. <laughs> but as I reflected on the events of this unexpected delivery <laughs> or sucker punch, <laughs> I realized that this was not my battle to fight. I mean, it wasn't my first rodeo either. I mean, I've been through hard places before, just like you have. I mean, I knew 100% in my heart that the accusations in this document were not true. And so I was able to be calm. I was also able to be calm because I had already decided, you know, over the last couple of years that my reactions would be predetermined. So I already knew how I was going to respond. But when life shows up and throws you the sucker punch, when it's too big for you to handle, now I know, I haven't always known this, but that's, that's when we know that the battle is not ours to fight. Now, as, as I have shared with you before on, on podcasts um, prior to this one, you know, my creator in heaven, he's my go-to guy. I mean, I mean, it's even written in the big book. He says the battle is not yours, but God's. But let me be clear here now, because five years ago, my response would have been totally different. So what has changed? (laughs) What's different? Well, I'm going to be honest. Everything is different. (laughs) Everything has changed. Well, good. I'm glad you're still listening because just hang in there with me for a minute. I get it. I understand. Most people don't like change. They don't like to talk about change, think about change, and they certainly don't want to listen to a podcast um, oftentimes about change. I mean, yeah, we know babies, maybe maybe they like to be changed, but sometimes they scream through that whole process too. But I just want to share with you today a few things that I've added to my daily routine. And just to let you in on a secret, um, some of you already know this, But our success is found in our daily routine. So one of the first things I did, 
and I've shared this, you know, before, is I took one step. I took one step in the direction of my purpose and my dream. Much to the disapproval of of several people. I mean, some of my closest friends, my friends didn't understand. They were like, you have a job, but, but what about your degree? What if you fail? I mean, who who's going to hire you? And my favorite. I sure hope this works for you, honey. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me on this. Never take advice from people that you don't want to trade places with. So number two, the second thing I did, I entered a growth environment with people who shared my purpose to add value to others. And trust me, these people are all bigger, faster, and stronger than me. Just yesterday, as I was returning from a training, I was passing field after field of plowed ground. The The dirt was rich. It was dark. And there were there were people out planting new crops. And then there was a, a crop of corn that I passed. And, and it was, you know, really tall and green. And, and I was just thinking, you know, that is a growth environment. And we have to, we have to be in a growth environment in order to grow. The third thing I did was I started writing in this, this daily gratitude journal. And I've shared that with you before, but I can't say it enough. It's not that I just thought about a few things that I was thankful for. Oh, thank you for this food or whatever. No, I, I intentionally wrote it down. Intentional living is key in your, your success. Like I, I picked up a pen with a paper and I listed 25 things every day. And it's not just when I remembered to do it or when I felt like do it felt like doing it or when everything was going my way, it was every day. And this process began to remove the shame and the guilt. And it also replenished joy in my life. So, so many of you have started this daily practice and you've shared that with me. And you know what? I've written that down in my, in my gratitude, thankful for the people that are joining this gritty women movement. Thank you for the women that are, you know, have taken this practice and, have created a routine in their own life. Some of you have not done that yet. You know, it's a choice and it's totally up to you. The fourth thing I discovered was that I cannot control others and I am not responsible for the peace of anyone except me. Now, this one has been one of those lessons that I've had to learn over and over and over and over again. It's like my nephew when he was about three or four. He, he, burned his finger in a fire and he, and he stuck it back in, roasted marshmallows or whatever, and he burned it for the second time. And he even did it the third time and finally said, I had to learn that lesson three times. I have had to learn this lesson that I'm not responsible for anyone's peace except my own a gazillion times. Now, again, before you start thinking that I'm, that I'm sounding like I'm self-serving and selfish and whatever, but the I believe the greatest gift I can give to the world is for me to be filled with peace. It's so funny because everybody wants world peace. I mean, we hear about that all the time. We don't see a lot of evidence of it, but we hear about it. People want world peace, but not many are willing to do the work that it takes to obtain inner peace. They're not willing to let go of the familiar. So often we, we would rather fight for what's familiar than fight you know, for what we really want. We shrink back to those, those small places in our life. Now, I love, I love me some Mother Teresa. To me, in my opinion, I mean, she's one of the finest examples of gritty women. And she said this, I was once asked why I don't participate in anti-war demonstrations. And I said that I will never do that. But as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I'll be right there. What about what about you? Have you ever considered having a pro peace rally with yourself? I mean with you to really to really find and discover your inner peace. I'll be honest, that's how I found my freedom. When we become better, those around us become better. We hear it all the time. A rising harbor lifts all the boats. I believe with all my heart that others will have a greater chance of seeing the peace and freedom reflect from my life 
if I'm filled with peace. And then perhaps they will be inspired to discover their own. Trust me. Trust me on this. Prior to my growth, most of the choices I made were made out of fear. Out of freaking fear. My attempt was to control people and to control the results I was getting in my life. And if you're wondering, well, how did that work for you? How was that going for you? Well, it didn't work. It got me nowhere fast. And sometimes when I fall back into that habit, that old habit, I get the same results. I don't recommend it. The fifth thing I did was I I realized that it takes more faith not to fight back than to fight. Now, that's a toughie. (laughs) I will tell you that I am still... um, a student in, of this area, but but I am I'm in process, I, and I'm doing better. I, I'm I'm not where I want to be, but I have come a long way. My new battle strategy is a gritty attitude. You know, gritty women are designed for the struggle. We are designed for the fight. And yes, you might be shocked when you're sucker punched, when the package comes you didn't order, when life shows up. You will be shocked, but you will not be shaken. And there is a difference. When you change your focus, that big guy upstairs will win the fight. I mean, if he gave it to you, your creator who created you to do greater things than he did himself, if he gave it to you, he will protect you. So the next time you're sucker punched right in the face, when life shows up, when the yogurt hits the fan, just breathe Take a deep breath and remember, every battle is not yours to fight. Focus on what you can control, which, if you're like me, you've learned this lesson over and over again. We can control very little. <laughs> but just just start with you. I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm just working on me. The sixth thing that I've done is to every day remind myself what gritty stands for. This gritty women's movement that G is for gratitude, practicing this daily. R is for resilience. We're going to fall down seven times and we're going to grit up eight and nine and 10 and a bazillion times. I is for inspire. Live your life so that you shine so bright that others will be inspired too. And the T in gritty women is to think for yourself. Trust me on this one. Other people are not sitting around creating a powerful plan for your life. They're just not. Like, they're not at all. The other T and gritty stands for tough. You got to get tough. You got to build some calluses in your brain. Create new thoughts. Change your thinking. Y'all, this gritty woman, this gritty woman life, being a gritty, gritty woman is not for wimps. And the why in gritty is for you. Do you. So get up, dust off, wear a camo shirt, buy one if you don't have one. I don't know what it will take for you to begin to increase the grit in your life. But sister, I'm just telling you that waiting and wishing and hoping is not going to do it. My mentor, John Maxwell says, you know, hope is not a strategy. And hope is a wonderful word. It's a beautiful word, but it's not necessarily a strategy. Now it's an anchor for our soul. And that's taken right from my favorite, my favorite book. But, but we have to get up. We have to grit up. You have to fight for your dream. And what you fight for, you will get, says my mentor, Paul Martinelli, always. Now I'm getting all grittified and I could go on for hours, but I am keeping this to around 15 minutes. I promised y'all that from the beginning. This is a, this is a itty bitty gritty women global podcast. I'm going to keep it to 15 because Probably, all, honestly, this is all you can handle of me, of this of this mouth from the South. But anyway, so some of you are asking, you know, how do I start my growth journey to grittiness? Does it cost anything? You know, I, I find that that's so interesting. I mean, even the, the Marines, they even have a quote that says, you know, everyone, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And I don't get all worried. I'm not going to make you do anything that is that you know, that drastic, but, but what thoughts, what habits, what mindsets need to be eliminated? What needs to be changed? 
you know, I mean, I want to wear my skinny jeans. I want to be the best wife and mama and honey or whatever my new, you know, my grandbabies want to choose to call me. But for that to happen, I have to leave it all in the field. When fear knocks, open the door, face it and run towards it. Just focus on your thoughts. God's going to fight your battles. And remember, gritty women, the number one thing we have to do, we have, gritty women give themselves grace. Gritty women are hard to stop because before that that race starts or the fight starts or the battle starts, they've already won it with their thinking, you know, their gritty mindset. It's not that you need more in your life. You just need to become more, become more gritty, that is. So stay tuned to our podcast um, on July 15th, um, our Think and Grow Gritty training starts. The details are coming soon. Just save that date in, in your in your you know, daily journal or in your phone or whatever you track your important things with. Save the date, July 15th. This training will be accessible right in the comfort of your own office or home via a teleconference. And, and yes, for those of you already thinking about the cost, no worries. No worries. It's going to be something everyone can reach. But as we close, I got to share this one more thing uh, with you. Just, just as a reminder, to help keep your mind on things that are inherently good and positive. And no, I'm not blowing sunshine here. But, but you know, where your mind goes, your energy flows. And I love the story of the parents who they were so worried about their son because he was too optimistic. So they took him to a psychiatrist to straighten his little attitude out. And he was placed in a room full of horse poop, of all things. He quickly grabbed a, a shovel. It must have been a, a gritty shovel. He, with a big smile, a smile bigger than the state of Texas, he screamed, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. I just love that. But your peace, your joy, and your grateful heart, it's going to come from within. And if you fail to go within, you will fail to go without. And I'm being transparent here. And I, I'm going to ask you to do this for me because there are women and there are young girls that need to hear this message. It will strengthen our movement. Um, if you will, consider this. If you've ever considered sharing or emailing or texting or a, a, te a, a podcast, please do this. Please, please share this with your tribe. And I appreciate the love. Thanks for joining our Gritty Women movement. See you next week. And until then, hold your gritty image. I love y'all. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Lynn Brown, and welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was trapped by the opinions of others. It was more like being in prison, honestly. But five years ago, I started over. I mean, what I mean is I began to grow. Up until then, I had no idea I needed to grow daily. I mean, who knew that <laughs> growth didn't happen by accident? I mean, I finished school and went to college and have a master's degree, but I didn't know I needed to grow daily. But now I am committed to spend the rest of my life, the rest of my time on this big blue rock is going to be, it's going to be spent equipping, empowering, and accelerating growth in the lives of gritty women. So I just got to tell you all this, the, the doorbell rang the other day, and now I live in the middle of the woods, so nobody rings my doorbell. And I received a package that I didn't even order. It did not come from Amazon Prime. And no, it wasn't flowers either. It was more like a smack in the face. You know, a sucker punch. <laughs> it was an unexpected delivery. Let's just say that. But the delivery guy smiled and he said, sign here, please. So I signed the documents. And then I said, you know, it's all good because I trust my maker. He looked at me a little oddly, and he walked away. But I closed the door and calmly walked to my war room. Now, it's no accident that I was just coming out of a study on as a man thinketh or as a woman thinketh. <laughs> One of the most amazing studies so far for me in this growth journey. And there was this chapter on serenity 
And I mean, it really, it really scrambled my eggs. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm going to share this with you because there was a time in my life when this would not have been the case. But it was so funny. This all happened so fast that I didn't have time to call 12 of my closest friends and family. I mean, I didn't have time to read a book or hire a coach or listen to a, the TED Talk on what do you do when life smacks you right in the face. And now I just want to clear this up before you start thinking that, you know, I think I have it all together. Just yesterday, I reacted from my emotions. That really means um, I behaved like a two-year-old in a situation. So, so I am not perfect. I'm just in process. <laughs> but as I reflected on the events of this unexpected delivery <laughs> or sucker punch, <laughs> I realized that this was not my battle to fight. I mean, it wasn't my first rodeo either. I mean, I've been through hard places before, just like you have. I mean, I knew 100% in my heart that the accusations in this document were not true. And so I was able to be calm. I was also able to be calm because I had already decided, you know, over the last couple of years that my reactions would be predetermined. So I already knew how I was going to respond. But when life shows up and throws you the sucker punch, when it's too big for you to handle, now I know, I haven't always known this, but that's, that's when we know that the battle is not ours to fight. Now, as, as I have shared with you before on, on podcasts um, prior to this one, you know, my creator in heaven, he's my go-to guy. I mean, I mean, it's even written in the big book. He says the battle is not yours, but God's. But let me be clear here now, because five years ago, my response would have been totally different. So what has changed? <laughs> What's different? Well, I'm going to be honest. Everything is different. <laughs> Everything has changed. Well, good. I'm glad you're still listening because just hang in there with me for a minute. I get it. I understand. Most people don't like change. They don't like to talk about change, think about change, and they certainly don't want to listen to a podcast um, oftentimes about change. I mean, yeah, we know babies, maybe they, maybe they like to be changed, but sometimes they scream through that whole process too. But I just want to share with you today a few things that I've added to my daily routine. And just to let you in on a secret, I'm, some of you already know this, but our success is found in our daily routine. So one of the first things I did, and I've shared this, you know, before, is I took one step. I took one step in the direction of my purpose and my dream. Much to the disapproval of, of several people. I mean, some of my closest friends, my friends didn't understand. They were like, you have a job, but, but what about your degree? What if you fail? I mean, who who's going to hire you? And my favorite, I sure hope this works for you, honey. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me on this. Never take advice from people that you don't want to trade places with. So number two, the second thing I did, I entered a growth environment with people who shared my purpose to add value to others. And trust me, these people are all bigger, faster, and stronger than me. Just yesterday, as I was returning from a training, I was passing field after field of plowed ground. The The dirt was rich. It was dark. And there were, there were people out planting new crops. And then there was a, a crop of corn that I passed. And, and it was you know, really tall and green. And, and I was just thinking, you know, that is a growth environment. And we have to, we have to be in a growth environment in order to grow. The third thing I did was I started writing in this, this daily gratitude journal. And I've shared that with you before, but I can't say it enough. It's not that I just thought about a few things that I was thankful for. Oh, thank you for this food or whatever. No, I, I intentionally wrote it down. Intentional living is key in your your success. Like I, I picked up a pen with a paper and I listed 25 things every day. And it's not just when I remembered to do it or when I felt like do it, felt like doing it, or when everything was going my way, it was every day. 
and this process began to remove the shame and the guilt. And it also replenished joy in my life. So, so many of you have started this daily practice and you've shared that with me. And you know what? I've written that down in my in my gratitude. Thankful for the people that are joining this gritty women movement. Thank you for the women that are, you know, have taken this practice and have created a routine in their own life. Some of you have not done that yet. You know, it's a choice and it's totally up to you. The fourth thing I discovered was that I cannot control others and I am not responsible for the peace of anyone except me. Now, this one has been one of those lessons that I've had to learn over and over and over and over again. It's like my nephew when he was about three or four, he, he burned him, his finger in a fire and he, and he stuck it back in, roasted marshmallows or whatever, and he burned it for the second time. And he even did it the third time and finally said, I had to learn that lesson three times. I have had to learn this lesson that I'm not responsible for anyone's peace except my own a gazillion times. Now, again, before you start thinking that I'm that I'm sounding like I'm self-serving and selfish and whatever, but the, I believe the greatest gift I can give to the world is for me to be filled with peace. It's so funny because everybody wants world peace. I mean, we hear about that all the time. We don't see a lot of evidence of it, but we hear about it. People want world peace, but not many are willing to do the work that it takes to obtain inner peace. They're not willing to let go of the familiar. So often we we would rather fight for what's familiar than fight, you know, for what we really want. We shrink back to those, those small places in our life. Now, I love, I love me some Mother Teresa. To me, in my opinion, I mean, she's one of the finest examples of gritty women. And she said this. I was once asked why I don't participate in anti-war demonstrations. And I said that I will never do that. But as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I'll be right there. What about about you? Have you ever considered having a pro-peace rally with yourself? I mean, with you to to really find and discover your inner peace. I'll be honest, that's how I found my freedom. When we become better, those around us become better. We hear it all the time. A rising harbor lifts all the boats. I I believe with all my heart that others will have a greater chance of seeing the peace and freedom reflect from my life if I'm filled with peace. And then perhaps they will be inspired to discover their own. Trust me. Trust me on this. Prior to my growth, most of the choices I made were made out of fear. Out of freaking fear. My attempt was to control people and to control the results I was getting in my life. And if you're wondering, well, how did that work for you? How was that going for you? Well, it didn't work. It got me nowhere fast. And sometimes when I fall back into that habit, that old habit, I get the same results. I don't recommend it. The fifth thing I did was I, re- I realized that it takes more faith not to fight back than to fight. Now, that's a toughie. <laughs> I won't tell you that I am still um, a student in, of this area, but but I am, I'm in process. I, and I'm doing better. I, I'm, I'm not where I want to be, but I have come a long way. My new battle strategy is a gritty attitude. You know, gritty women are designed for the struggle. We are designed for the fight. And yes, you might be shocked when you're sucker punched, when the package comes you didn't order, when life shows up, you will be shocked, but you will not be shaken. And there is a difference. When you change your focus, that big guy upstairs will win the fight. I mean, if he gave it to you, your creator who created you to do greater things than he did himself. If he gave it to you, he will protect you. So the next time you're sucker punched right in the face, when life shows up, when the yogurt hits the fan, just breathe, take a deep breath. And remember, every battle is not yours to fight. Focus on what you can control, which if you're like me, you've learned this lesson 
over and over again, we can control very little. But just just start with you. I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm just working on me. The sixth thing that I've done is to every day remind myself what gritty stands for. This gritty women's movement that G is for gratitude, practicing this daily. R is for resilience. We're going to fall down seven times and we're going to grit up eight and nine and 10 and a bazillion times. I is for inspire. Live your life so that you shine so bright that others will be inspired too. And the T in gritty women is to think for yourself. Trust me on this one. Other people are not sitting around creating a powerful plan for your life. They're just not. Like, they're not at all. The other T in gritty stands for tough. You got to get tough. You got to build some calluses in your brain. Create new thoughts. Change your thinking. Y'all, this gritty woman, this gritty woman life, being a gritty, gritty woman is not for wimps. And the why in gritty is for you. Do you. So get up, dust off, wear a camo shirt, buy one if you don't have one. I don't know what it will take for you to begin to increase the grit in your life. But sister, I'm just telling you that waiting and wishing and hoping is not going to do it. My mentor, John Maxwell says, you know, hope is not a strategy. And hope is a wonderful word. It's a beautiful word. But it's not necessarily a strategy. Now, it's an anchor for our soul. And that's taken right from my favorite my favorite book. But, but we have to get up. We have to grit up. You have to fight for your dream. And what you fight for, you will get, says my mentor, Paul Martinelli, always. Now, I'm getting all gritified. And I could go on for hours. But I am keeping this to around 15 minutes. I promised y'all that from the beginning. This is a, this is a itty-bitty, gritty women global podcast. I'm going to keep it to 15 because probably all, honestly, this is all you can handle of me, of this, of this mouth from the South. But anyway, so some of you are asking, you know, how do I start my growth journey to grittiness? Does it cost anything? You know, I, I find that that's so interesting. I mean, even the the Marines, they even have a quote that says, you know, everyone, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And I don't get all worried. I'm not going to make you do anything that is that, you know, that drastic. But, But what thoughts, what habits, what mindsets need to be eliminated? What needs to be changed? You know, I mean, I want to wear my skinny jeans. I want to be the best wife and mama and honey or whatever my new, you know, my grandbabies want to choose to call me. But for that to happen, I have to leave it all in the field. When fear knocks, open the door, face it, and run towards it. Just focus on your thoughts. God's going to fight your battles. And remember, gritty women, the number one thing we have to do, we have, gritty women give themselves grace. Gritty women are hard to stop because before that, that race starts or the fight starts or the battle starts, they've already won it with their thinking. You know, their gritty mindset. It's not that you need more in your life. You just need to become more, become more gritty, that is. So stay tuned to our podcast. Um, on July 15th, um, our Think and Grow Gritty training starts. The details are coming soon. Just save that date in, in your in your you know, daily journal or in your phone or whatever you track your important things with. Save the date, July 15th. This training will be accessible right in the comfort of your own office or home via a teleconference. And and yes, for those of you already thinking about the cost, no worries. No worries. It's going to be something everyone can reach. But as we close, I got to share this one more thing uh, with you. Just, just as a reminder, to help keep your mind on things that are inherently good and positive. And no, I'm not blowing sunshine here, but, but you know, where your mind goes, your energy flows. And I love the story of the parents who they were so worried about their son because he was too optimistic. So they took him to a psychiatrist to straighten his little attitude out. And he was placed in a room full of horse poop, of all things. He quickly grabbed a, a shovel 
It must have been a, a gritty shovel. He, with a big smile, a smile bigger than the state of Texas, he screamed, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. I just love that. But your peace, your joy, and your grateful heart, it's going to come from within. And if you fail to go within, you will fail to go without. And I'm being transparent here. And I, I'm going to ask you to do this for me because there are women and there are young girls that need to hear this message. It will strengthen our movement. Um, if you will, consider this. If you've ever considered sharing or emailing or texting or a, a, te- a, a podcast, please do this. Please, please share this with your tribe. And I appreciate the love. Thanks for joining our Gritty Women movement. See you next week. And until then, hold your gritty image. I love y'all. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Lynn Brown. And welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, I was trapped by the opinions of others. It was more like being in prison, honestly. But five years ago, I started over. I mean, what I mean is I began to grow. Up until then, I had no idea I needed to grow daily. I mean, who knew that (laughs) growth didn't happen by accident? I mean, I finished school and went to college and have a master's degree, but I didn't know I needed to grow daily. But now I am committed to spend the rest of my life, the rest of my time on this big blue rock is going to be it's going to be spent equipping, empowering, and accelerating growth in the lives of gritty women. So I just got to tell you all this. The, the doorbell rang the other day, and now I live in the middle of the woods, so nobody rings my doorbell. And I received a package that I didn't even order. It did not come from Amazon Prime. And no, it wasn't flowers either. It was more like a smack in the face. You know, a sucker punch. (laughs) It was an unexpected delivery. Let's just say that. But the delivery guy smiled and he said, sign here, please. So I signed the documents and then I said, you know, it's all good because I trust my maker. He looked at me a little oddly and he walked away. But I closed the door and calmly walked to my war room. Now, it's no accident that I was just coming out of a study on as a man thinketh or as a woman thinketh. (laughs) One of the most amazing studies so far for me in this growth journey. And there was this chapter on serenity. And I mean, it really... It really scrambled my eggs. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm going to share this with you because there was a time in my life when this would not have been the case. But it was so funny. This all happened so fast that I didn't have time to call 12 of my closest friends and family. I mean, I didn't have time to read a book or hire a coach or listen to the, uh, the TED Talk on what do you do when life smacks you right in the face. And now I just want to clear this up before you start thinking that you know, I think I have it all together. Just yesterday, I reacted from my emotions. That really means um, I behaved like a two-year-old in a situation. So so I am not perfect. I'm just in process. <laughs> but as I reflected on the events of this unexpected delivery <laughs> or sucker punch, <laughs> I realized that this was not my battle to fight. I mean, it wasn't my first rodeo either. I mean, I've been through hard places before, just like you have. I mean, I knew 100% in my heart that the accusations in this document were not true. And so I was able to be calm. I was also able to be calm because I had already decided, you know, over the last couple of years that my reactions would be predetermined. So I already knew how I was going to respond. But when life shows up and throws you the sucker punch, when it's too big for you to handle, now I know, I haven't always known this, but that's that's when we know that the battle is not ours to fight. Now, as as I have shared with you before on on podcasts um, prior to this one, you know, my creator in heaven, he's my go-to guy. I mean, I mean, it's even written in the big book. He says the battle is not yours, but God's. But let me be clear here now, because five years ago, my response would have been totally different. So what has changed? (laughs) What's different? 
Well, I'm going to be honest. Everything is different. (laughs) Everything has changed. Well, good. I'm glad you're still listening because just hang in there with me for a minute. I get it. I understand. Most people don't like change. They don't like to talk about change, think about change, and they certainly don't want to listen to a podcast um, oftentimes about change. I mean, yeah, we know babies, maybe maybe they like to be changed, but sometimes they scream through that whole process too. But I just want to share with you today a few things that I've added to my daily routine. And just to let you in on a secret, um, some of you already know this, but our success is found in our daily routine. So one of the first things I did, and I've shared this, you know, before, is I took one step. I took one step in the direction of my purpose and my dream. Much to the disapproval of, of several people. I mean, some of my closest friends, my friends didn't understand. They were like, you have a job, but, but what about your degree? What if you fail? I mean, who, who's going to hire you? And my favorite, I sure hope this works for you, honey. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me on this. Never take advice from people that you don't want to trade places with. So number two, the second thing I did, I entered a growth environment with people who shared my purpose to add value to others. And trust me, these people are all bigger, faster, and stronger than me. Just yesterday, as I was returning from a training, I was passing field after field of plowed ground. The The dirt was rich. It was dark. And there were, there were people out planting new crops. And then there was a, a crop of corn that I passed. And, and it was you know, really tall and green. And and I was just thinking, you know, that is a growth environment. And we have to we have to be in a growth environment in order to grow. The third thing I did was I started writing in this this daily gratitude journal. And I've shared that with you before, but I can't say it enough. It's not that I just thought about a few things that I was thankful for. Oh, thank you for this food or whatever. No, I, I intentionally wrote it down. Intentional living is key in your your success. Like I, I picked up a pen with a paper and I listed 25 things every day. And it's not just when I remembered to do it or when I felt like do it, felt like doing it, or when everything was going my way, it was every day. And this process began to remove the shame and the guilt. And it also replenished joy in my life. So, so many of you have started this daily practice and you've shared that with me. And you know what? I've written that down in my, in my gratitude. Thankful for the people that are joining this gritty women movement. Thank you for the women that are, you know, have taken this practice and have created a routine in their own life. Some of you have not done that yet. You know, it's a choice and it's totally up to you. The fourth thing I discovered was that I cannot control others and I am not responsible for the peace of anyone except me. Now, this one has been one of those lessons that I've had to learn over and over and over and over again. It's like my nephew when he was about three or four, he he burned his finger in a fire and he he stuck it back in, roasted marshmallows or whatever, and he burned it for the second time. And he even did it the third time and finally said, I had to learn that lesson three times. I have had to learn this lesson that I'm not responsible for anyone's peace except my own a gazillion times. Now, again, before you start thinking that I'm I'm sounding like I'm self-serving and selfish and whatever, but the... I believe the greatest gift I can give to the world is for me to be filled with peace. It's so funny because everybody wants world peace. I mean, we hear about that all the time. We don't see a lot of evidence of it, but we hear about it. People want world peace, but not many are willing to do the work that it takes to obtain inner peace. They're not willing to let go of the familiar. So often we we would rather fight for what's familiar than fight you know, for what we really want. We shrink back to those those small places in our life. Now, I love, I love me some Mother Teresa. To me, in my opinion, I mean, she's one of the finest examples of gritty women. And she said this, I was once asked, 
why I don't participate in anti-war demonstrations. And I said that I will never do that. But as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I'll be right there. What about, what about you? Have you ever considered having a pro-peace rally with yourself? I mean, with you to really, to really find and discover your inner peace. I'll be honest, that's how I found my freedom. When we become better, those around us become better. We hear it all the time. A rising harbor lifts all the boats. I I believe with all my heart that others will have a greater chance of seeing the peace and freedom reflect from my life if I'm filled with peace. And then perhaps they will be inspired to discover their own. Trust me. Trust me on this. Prior to my growth, most of the choices I made were made out of fear. Out of freaking fear. My attempt was to control people and to control the results I was getting in my life. And if you're wondering, well, how did that work for you? How was that going for you? Well, it didn't work. It got me nowhere fast. And sometimes when I fall back into that habit, that old habit, I get the same results. I don't recommend it. The fifth thing I did was I I realized that it takes more faith not to fight back than to fight. Now, that's a toughie. (laughs) I will tell you that I am still... um, a student in, of this area, but but I am I'm in process, I, and I'm doing better. I, I'm I'm not where I want to be, but I have come a long way. My new battle strategy is a gritty attitude. You know, gritty women are designed for the struggle. We are designed for the fight. And yes, you might be shocked when you're sucker punched, when the package comes you didn't order, when life shows up. You will be shocked, but you will not be shaken. And there is a difference. When you change your focus, that big guy upstairs will win the fight. I mean, if he gave it to you, your creator who created you to do greater things than he did himself, if he gave it to you, he will protect you. So the next time you're sucker punched right in the face, when life shows up, when the yogurt hits the fan, just breathe Take a deep breath and remember, every battle is not yours to fight. Focus on what you can control, which, if you're like me, you've learned this lesson over and over again. We can control very little. But just just start with you. I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm just working on me. The sixth thing that I've done is to every day remind myself what gritty stands for. This gritty women's movement that G is for gratitude, practicing this daily. R is for resilience. We're going to fall down seven times and we're going to grit up eight and nine and 10 and a bazillion times. I is for inspire. Live your life so that you shine so bright that others will be inspired too. And the T in gritty women is to think for yourself. Trust me on this one. Other people are not sitting around creating a powerful plan for your life. They're just not. Like, they're not at all. The other T and gritty stands for tough. You got to get tough. You got to build some calluses in your brain. Create new thoughts. Change your thinking. Y'all, this gritty woman, this gritty woman life, being a gritty, gritty woman is not for wimps. And the why and gritty is for you. Do you. So get up, dust off, wear a camo shirt, buy one if you don't have one. I don't know what it will take for you to begin to increase the grit in your life. But sister, I'm just telling you that waiting and wishing and hoping is not going to do it. My mentor, John Maxwell says, you know, hope is not a strategy and hope is a wonderful word. It's a beautiful word, but it's not necessarily a strategy. Now it's an anchor for our soul. And that's taken right from my favorite, my favorite book. But, but we have to get up. We have to grit up. You have to fight for your dream. And what you fight for, you will get, says my mentor, Paul Martinelli, always. Now I'm getting all grittified, and I could go on for hours, but I am keeping this to around 15 minutes. I promised y'all that from the beginning. This is a, this is a itty-bitty, gritty 
women global podcast. I'm going to keep it to 15 because probably all, honestly, that's all you can handle of me, of this, of this mouth from the South. But anyway, so some of you are asking, you know, how do I start my growth journey to grittiness? Does it cost anything? You know, I, I find that that so interesting. I mean, even the the Marines, they even have a quote that says, you know, everyone, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And I don't get all worried. I'm not going to make you do anything that is that, you know, that drastic. But but what thoughts, what habits, what mindsets need to be eliminated? What needs to be changed? You know, I mean, I want to wear my skinny jeans. I want to be the best wife and mama and honey or whatever my new, you know, my grandbabies want to choose to call me. But for that to happen, I have to leave it all in the field. When fear knocks, open the door, face it and run towards it. Just focus on your thoughts. God's going to fight your battles. And remember, gritty women, the number one thing we have to do, we have, gritty women give themselves grace. Gritty women are hard to stop because before that that race starts or the fight starts or the battle starts, they've already won it with their thinking. You know, their gritty mindset. It's not that you need more in your life. You just need to become more, become more gritty, that is. So stay tuned to our podcast. Um, on July 15th, um, our Think and Grow Gritty training starts. The details are coming soon. Just save that date in, in your in your you know, daily journal or in your phone or whatever you track your important things with. Save the date, July 15th. This training will be accessible right in the comfort of your own office or home via a teleconference. And, and yes, for those of you already thinking about the cost, no worries. No worries. It's going to be something everyone can reach. But as we close, I got to share this one more thing uh, with you. Just, just as a reminder, to help keep your mind on things that are inherently good and positive. And no, I'm not blowing sunshine here. But, but you know, where your mind goes, your energy flows. And I love the story of the parents who were, they were so worried about their son because he was too optimistic. So they took him to a psychiatrist to straighten his little attitude out. And he was placed in a room full of horse poop, of all things. He quickly grabbed a, a shovel. It must have been a, a gritty shovel. He, with a big smile, a smile bigger than the state of Texas, he screamed, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. I just love that. But your peace, your joy, and your grateful heart, it's going to come from within. And if you fail to go within, you will fail to go without. And I'm being transparent here. And I, I'm going to ask you to do this for me because there are women and there are young girls that need to hear this message. It will strengthen our movement. Um, if you will, consider this. If you've ever considered sharing or emailing or texting or a, a, te a, a podcast, please do this. Please, please share this with your tribe. And I appreciate the love. Thanks for joining our Gritty Women movement. See you next week. And until then, hold your gritty image. I love y'all. Bye-bye.